Courtney. And this is where we talk about everything we love to hate. And everything that we hate to love. And you know what one of those things that I <laughs> love to hate? Uh, crazy horror movies with terrible... B-horror movies. Yes. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. And we decided that we're going to talk about some of them. Yeah, you know, everyone always laughs at me when I say that because they're like, oh, you like horror movies. They think I'm talking about like crazy, like things that will keep you up at night. Things yeah. that will make your brain like... You can't sleep. You can't relax. I'm like, no, I, I do I, like those. I like those. But I do. But my favorites tend to be the low budge. Like the low production value is bad. The scripts have been written overnight yeah. by a high school kid and, and passed <laughs> around to ten different writers by the time mm-hmm. it's all said and done. And yeah, um, um, yeah like where it looks yeah. like your brother made it in like a weekend. Like, right. Right. <laughs> Like something I put together myself over breakfast one day. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll talk about three of them today. Yes. And um, um, these are good ones. Now, we tried to pick things that didn't have too much of a cult following. Um, some of them do, though, because there's lots of you guys that like the bad movies like we do. And so it was really hard for me, I know, to find. Yeah. I mean, and there's two on this list. Two out of the three that we're talking about today mm-hmm. have a cult. Like, all of them have a cult following that I didn't even know about. But two of three of them today, mm-hmm. I had never even heard of. Yeah. Until, like, whether, like, my boyfriend's really into this stuff, too. And I know you're into it. Like, our friendship is based on watching I know. Like, That's... I know, putting in Teen Witch or... Pre, Pre-COVID pre time, yeah. <laughs> we and I would get together and talk about these things and, like, you know, we'd have some drinks and... And watch a really bad movie. And watch really bad movies. And yeah. That's, that's you know. one of our bonding moves there. So, but, uh, so which one do we want to talk about first? Today, the first one that we're talking about today is Basket Case. Basket Case. 1982. This one, um, I think I even have the poster for that. There we go. And you know, when I used to go around Blockbuster and Movies Unlimited was what it was called, like our little rental place, I remember seeing this case, but I never rented it. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Ours was over on my side of town, was Blazing Video. We didn't go to Blockbuster until you know the, they squelched out all the Ma and Pa right, right, right. places. So we yeah. went to Blazing Video and they would always have these standees and everything of, of these horror movies that I ended up loving later in life. And I remember seeing the case to Basket. I never case. rented it though. I don't know why I didn't, because as a kid I watched all this stuff, but I uh-huh. never rented it. And one thing I seriously love about, I don't know if you noticed this, but like opening credits like the beginning before the credits even start it says it was preserved by the preserved by moma like with the modern art okay museum of america yeah it was preserved by that like, oh i didn't notice that <laughs> or on my version anyway that i watched like, yeah i'm yeah. like seriously yeah and i believe all of these movies that we're talking about today i think that they're all free to watch on tubi so if any of you guys want to check them out after yeah, we talk tubi about or them, shutter i'm or just gonna those, say right like... now that you might want to go watch these movies first before this, this we're gonna spoil some stuff. spoilers we're so just gonna talk about seen these you're gonna want to watch yeah. them yeah and so number one we're talking about um, my first note here. says that this literally looks like someone made this with a camera at home yeah <laughs> The opening scene, you see Dr. Julius Lifflander. He hears, he's like leaving the house, I guess is what it is. Yeah. Or his office or something. 
and he hears something in the bushes. You don't see the creature no. at the beginning. No, the big reveal comes much later. Much later. <laughs> but you see this, this, oh my gosh. he's leaving and he's, who got, who's there? Like he's yelling yeah. and you see like bushes move. That's why I think it's like some dude with a camera at home that like, right. Us because you just see like bushes move. It's yeah. cheaper to do it that way. Yeah. And he goes in the house, he's calling the police department and the call drops as it does in these horror movies. And I said, apparently the monster is good with a fuse box and cut the lights. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's always what they do is they cut the electricity. And Which I get it when it's a murderer and a person, but when it's like a creature. Well, we don't know it's a creature yet at this point, well, That's though. true. We don't. And we just know that the bushes were rustling wrestle, around and then. And he runs back inside and maybe, calls the police. Yeah. Who apparently are worthless because they mm. don't help him. And he yells, I've got a gun and I'm going to shoot. And he does randomly. And then you see this weird deformed hand come up and grab his face oh my gosh and the in the special effects tears him one. apart tears him apart so much that he's dead but you yeah. just see like random blood scratches yeah and then literally i think you see on this kill you see like just random blood spatter on the wall it almost <laughs> looks like they've got the ketchup bottle too it's like, like doo, it just kind of... doo, yeah doo. yeah so first kill within the first like five minutes of the movie that's what makes a great horror movie that's what yeah and then you cut to a scene of a guy walking down the street his name's Dwayne bradley Walking down the street with a big basket under his arm. And he's like, in he's somewhere like in like New York. It's or... got to be New York because they go to the Statue of Liberty later. So oh, that's right. That's right. That's it's right. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, this is like pre-Giuliani, you know, whenever it was like. Before he cleaned rough, the streets Before up. he cleaned the streets A up. drug dealer actually approaches him as like, what you want? You want weed? You want this? You want that? You want this? You want ladies? I got ladies. You want this? You want yeah. that? And he's just like. Mm. <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, you can that... tell that there's an innocence about him. I've been to New York a couple of times. Not one person approached me just to be selling drugs. I've me. never been to New never York. Once. I've never made it that far. We drove past and no one approached me with drugs. But yeah, we didn't stop in the city. Maybe I didn't look like I needed it. Mm. And this guy, Dwayne Bradley, I have to mention that he looks like he's definitely going on a hike. He's got this giant backpack on. Uh huh. What's he doing? You're going, you're going to New York and you're <laughs> you got your giant wicker basket like freaking Yogi, Yogi Bear's behind you. Right. <laughs> It's going to come up and get your picnic basket. And if you have something in the wicker basket that you don't want anyone in, why is it a wicker basket and not like a solid metal? Right. It's wicker. Right. Or even like a like a steam trunk or something that's like sturdy. It looks like something out of Blanche but, Devereaux's but, bedroom. Like, but breathing holes. Breathing holes. Yes. Wicker is that. perfect for breathing. Obviously. That's like yeah. Home Ec 101. Duh, Tara. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so then he goes to this hotel, Broslin, Roslin, and he gets a room for $20, which is not a bad deal. For a few nights, too. For a few it, nights. Because I remember the dude's all like, how long you stay in? A few hours, a few nights. And he's like, like, three nights. And like Dwayne, $20. I don't know what Dwayne does for a living, but he pulls out this fat Did sack they of ever cover fat that? wad of cash. He pulls out this fat wad of cash that's like. Like a thick wad. Yeah. Like, does it. Now that I think about it, does it ever touch on how he gets the money no, to do that? Never, never says. discusses why he's got like hundreds and fifties and twenties. Later, and... you find out that he was like orphaned and like no one wanted him. And like, uh -huh. how did he get this money? Like, what? Why? Well, didn't his didn't his dad live? His dad, his mom, his mom died in childbirth. That's yeah, okay. And like, did he come so from dad hated family? him? Did he? Well, 
we'll get to that with his aunt taking care of That's him true. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But okay, maybe his aunt was loaded. I don't know. But for whatever reason, he has that wad of cash that yeah. all the guys in the hotel are seeing. Because he's not trying to be discreet. He's like, right, he pulls it out in front of everybody. With that wad, here's $20 for the room. Pulls out a 20 and it all rolls around. Yeah. Like a like, yeah. toilet paper. Never seen so much money in my life. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so then he's he comes back downstairs and he's like, is there any place I can get some food around here? Like, you're in New York City, my you're friend. You're in New York. Just go outside. There's probably people, like, pushing carts of That's what you probably... You passed, like, 20 stands on your way here, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, he goes to get some burgers, comes back, and opens the ca- opens the basket. You don't see what's in there. But you hear it. But you hear it. This thing is gobbling down burgers. And I did notice... I didn't put in my notes, but I did notice that he... The first burger he unwraps... He unwraps the burger, he pulls out the meat, he gives it to the whatever it is that's inside the box. Yeah. The second one, he just throws the whole burger throws the whole in. Thing in. Next thing, it's with the wrapper and everything. He got real lazy about feeding the He got real lazy burgers. about feeding the basket. Feeding the basket case. The, the basket case, yes. Now I get it. Oh. There you go. Basket case. So then yeah. he like looks up this, he's looking in the phone book for Dr. Harold Needleman. Mm-hmm. And I said, remember phone books? <laughs> no. That was before my time, Tell us about Tara. phone books. There phone used books. to be. Remember when they were attached to pay phones? And yeah. you, if you needed a number but didn't need to make a call, you could just run to one of those. Yeah, we've done that a couple times, Back in too. the day, children, mm-hmm. there was a giant book full of everyone's full name and address and phone number. It used to cost 10 cents to make a call. And then they increased it to a quarter eventually. But. I said, what a bad idea it is to show everyone's name and address for any old basket-wielding maniac to just have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Dwayne Bradley goes to this office and he's flirting with the with the receptionist. With cute little receptionist, yeah. Who I can't, I mean, hairstylist for 20 years could not tell if that was a wig or if she just had a really thick head. I hair. was looking at that too. Part line looked it a little must, like it was a wig. Yeah, it did a little bit, but I don't know. Her name was Sharon. Sharon. That's the note that I took about the office visit. I don't really remember much after that. Like, I know. Well, she she was the, I I remember she was the aggressor. Like, he walks in with this basket. Oh, she was, I don't want to say she was asking for it, but. Well, she actually did ask for it. She was like, hey, let's go on a date. Remember? He was like, "Um, hey, uh, I need to see the doctor. He's an old friend of mine. And she's like, gave well, a fake cool. name just for shits and gigs, yeah. just to surprise him. Just to surprise him. Here's a name, and then and then goes in to see him. Yeah. And the whole time he's waiting in to see him, she's like, "Hey, I get off at seven. I get off at seven. We should go out. We should go out." And he's all he's being elusive. He's like, "I don't think we should." Yeah, because he's got this basket to take care of, uh-huh. which we don't know what's in it still. It's for all I know that the something that eats burgers. Yeah, the basket loves burgers. Burger loving basket. Burger loving basket. <laughs> That's my porn name. That's the porn name. <laughs> Anyways, okay, yeah. So the visit happens, and does he see the doctor at that point? I don't remember. Did he? Yeah, he comes in and sees the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Hey, take off your shirt." Yeah. Or whatever. And he takes yeah. off his shirt, and that's when it's revealed that he's got scarring. He's got this scar all the way down his his side. What could it be? What could it be? And so then, then. He leaves. Yeah. It just like, like, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Because <laughs> then the next scene, you see, like, he's like, he breaks into the office or goes back into the office and then he allows his. 
Dun, dun, dun. Basket case. Basket case to kill him. Yeah. And the reveal of this creature. The only way to describe <laughs> this creature, to me, I said it several times, and every time I watch it, I think of this. This creature looks like human face, mm -hmm. but looks like a bucket of wings, like naked wings. Okay, you remember it's Ninja all Turtles. elbows and skin. Okay, I'm gonna get berated for this because I'm not I'm not pulling up his his name, but you know my I was a little old for the Ninja Turtles when they were their thing. But you remember the brain? Yeah. From Ninja Turtles, that's what it kind of looked kinda. like. Kinda. Except it had like a human face, kind of. Kind of. And then like just like a brainy blobby body. But it's not brainy. It's very like. It's like elbows. It was like it, it was born like without bones. It yeah. looks like chicken wings. Yeah. Like if you f fused 90 chicken wings With together. With these hands that come in front. With talons, apparently, because everyone's just scraped to Jesus. Like yeah. their faces are just scraped off. Yeah. Yeah. If That's how he kills everyone. Yeah. He's just. Like, get creative. Yeah. I don't understand how it would happen. How do you not just punt it across the room? That's what I was wondering. I mean, this thing is not, not it. barely it's a him. It's, it's a, a him. person. It's a person. People have disabilities. It's a thing. But I don't see how, like, <laughs> how did it poop? And where did where did the food go that it ate? It was just the clothes. It left nothing to the imagination. Right, right. But I didn't see any genitals or anything. No, it's, it's like, it's kind of like when women have like, oh, I've got this, I read it today. Like this woman's like, oh, I have this like cyst inside me that's like a ball of hair and tissues. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But real angry about it. Real angry about it. Real mad. Well, we know that he doesn't like doctors. I said my um my notes say it's a parasitic twin situation. We have a Siamese. It's, it's and his name is what Belial 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 Belial. I think it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said he looks like a bucket of naked chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, that's skin. So cut to the next day, we have Dwayne meeting Sharon at the Statue of Liberty for their date. Mm -hmm. and, and he has to keep it a secret because... He has to keep it a secret. Was it revealed at this point that it was actually his brother in the basket? I don't know. At some point, there's a flashback of him, like... I know that whenever he's talking in the bar later... Yeah, he's talking to Casey at the bar. Yeah, and we'll get to her in That's a minute. What, yeah, she's the hooker with a heart of gold. But... You gotta have one in a good yeah. horror movie. Yeah, but um, yeah, so they're like and they have a very awkward exchange at the Statue of Liberty where he's like confession. I didn't even want to see the city. I just wanted to spend time with you. And she's like, that's what I want. I just want to <laughs> yeah, it was it's one of the most awkward dates. But and this is also where you figure out, too, that are they connected? They are connected because they kiss. They share a kiss. At and the Statue then, of Liberty. Belial has a not great reaction to this. He is... That's right. He tears the apartment apart, and everyone in the building can hear it, and they're like, yeah. what's happening in there? And it's the funniest little toddler... Tantrum. Tantrum. Like, there whatever... are papers. Why is there so many papers? When he, when he grabs the edge of the bed, he's all... Ah. I mean, yeah, and there's papers everywhere. And papers. Reason. Well, he has the files. That's what it is. Remember, the, he has the files the, with the with the doctor's names on. Because what we find out is that they are on a mission to kill all the doctors that separated them because they're very upset that they were separated. Well, they were separated against their will. Against their will. It was what their father wanted. Yes. And he wanted and it wasn't expected for the little guy to survive. To survive. And so dad was like, I don't care. Yeah. Because the Just other kill it off. Just fine. kill it off. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah, so um, 
they're I guess like have that twin speak where they're like they're yeah. connected that way, where like one twin gets hurt and the other one can feel it type of yeah. thing. Yeah, because he gets a kiss, the old smooch from Sharon, and this his twins freaking out in the room or whatever, and he immediately feels it, and so he runs, leave Sharon. Okay, bye, like, Sharon. Okay, bye. I've been to the Statue of Liberty. You gotta take a ferry there. That's what I was saying. He it just was like, he just takes off, like, her. you're just gonna go wait at the ferry dock for 45 minutes till it comes She walks back. and like, so I guess we're taking the ferry back? <laughs> <laughs> she just, he just jumps in the water and starts swims. swimming. <laughs> so yeah, he goes back, and, but while this is going on, he's making his way back on the ferry, the whole, the, he tears the room apart or whatever, and then the neighbor sneaks in because he was like, oh, that cash. He's yeah. out of the room. I'm going to go steal that cash. And that's how the neighbor gets murdered because yeah. Belial saw him trying trying to steal the cash and murders mm-hmm. him. And so by the time Dwayne gets back to the hotel, like, there's police tape and the guy's been murdered. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah, and then he runs into Casey, his neighbor, and they go to the bar, and he starts spilling the tea on what's happened to him with his brother. Mm, gets a little too drunk. Could you imagine being at the bar, and you think you're just having, like, a drink with your neighbor? I have a twin. I have a conjoined twin in my basket. <laughs> Are you and okay? And she's like, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. Cool. And then he starts telling the whole story. Whole story of how his father wanted them separated mm-hmm. and mother died on childbirth and Yeah. His dad hated it and then he's gotta go live with his aunt and Yeah. And they were separated unwillingly. unwillingly. Oh, and I liked how whenever they cut the other twin off, they just put it in a bag and threw both trash. <laughs> So later, <laughs> not a biohazard to be seen. Not anything, nothing. No, they do the do the surgery. They put them in a bag. And just throw away the trash. Like, and then later, Dwayne's like, "What? I hear you. Where are you at?" And so he goes out to the trash. They got that because they got the twin, the twin thing. Senses. And he's like, "Where are you at?" And then all of a sudden, you see this trash bag all, <laughs> and then his hand comes yep. through. Yep. And then they're together forever at that point. Together and that's that when point. they're committed. That's when the aunt takes them over. Well, no, don't forget they kill dad. They go down oh, yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. they go down to the basement yep. and then build this contraption out of like I don't know, all this machinery equipment mm-hmm. and chop them in half. Yep. And then they're like Are you even really siblings if you don't chop your dad in half? Right. And then the aunt comes over and they were like, They think it was an accident. They don't know how it happened. So or, they, he, or they, they think they it's a suicide with... or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So aunt takes over. And she loves both of them very much. Yes. She's and a good aunt. She was a good aunt. She takes care of them yes. till her dying And then day. she passed away, right? And that's why he moved, why they came to Maybe the that's where they got the money from. Maybe. Is Makes sense. Aunt. I don't know. It was a nice funeral. Um, like I said, basically they're out for vengeance. And at some point the other doctor gets murdered. <laughs> it's... They go to the other doctor's house, and she's denying it. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Like, you're not that person. I don't know what you're talking about. And then, yeah, yeah. doctor kicks rocks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and fast forward to Dwayne and Sharon are hooking up. Uh-huh. Belial is not happy about this. Not happy about it. He's very jealous. Very jealous. But I imagine it's really hard to date when you're a parasitic twin that's been cut off from your <laughs> right food source. Yeah. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in order to save Sharon from his twin, he's gotta like, you gotta go. Uh huh. Could you imagine like you're like having a perfectly happy, mediocre sexual experience with your new boyfriend, and then right. he's like, my, you you gotta get out of here. You gotta get out of here to yeah. save her. Yeah. 
And so it turns, I said in my notes, I said, it turns out this poor malformed murderous twin is kind of an incel douchebag because he tries to sleep rape his brother's girlfriend because mm-hmm. he breaks into her apartment and tries to rape her. Uh, trigger he warning kills for, her, doesn't he? Trigger warning for rape. Yes. Yeah. And then he kills her in the process. Yeah. And Dwayne and Belial duke it out because I think Dwayne's had enough. He's like, I just kind of want to have a normal life and you're, you yeah. just my girlfriend. Yeah. I was all about killing these doctors, but then he went and killed my girlfriend. Yeah. We had plenty of other awkward exchanges at the Statue of Liberty and you. Right. (laughs) This makes it really awkward. Yeah. So they do get out and they end up falling out of a window. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is a fair fight, too. This thing is only, like I said, maybe it's a basketball bigger than a basketball, but. It's the size of a basket. But yeah, <laughs> slightly smaller than a basket. It's the size of a small igloo cooler. There we go. There we go. It's a cooler sized. But I mean, they they really fight. They, this is a fair fight. They were They're, neither one. You know, it's that twin power though. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't land blows. Yeah, they knew each other's. They knew yeah. each other like an Arrested Development. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so the movie. Um... <laughs> I said, this movie almost gives me Malignant vibes if Malignant was set in the 80s and had horrible special effects. Oh, wait. It did. Because, uh-huh. I mean, there's just no... It's so hard They to use a lot of, like, the stop action... Like, claymation Claymation kinda. stuff, yeah. Because that's the... what you had back then, children. There was yeah. not... There was no CGI back in those days. Not, not, not very well. No. Yeah. No. No, not at this point, because this was like 83 or 84 or It was 82. Like 82. And okay. fun fact, there are two sequels to this movie. I know. I looked for them. I couldn't find them you straight couldn't find And them? I'm not paying oh. to rent that. <laughs> I might have to do that. Well, maybe, we'll have to get together. Maybe one of these nights when we have pizza night or something. We'll have pizza we'll, night and we'll have to do it. We'll do Basket like, Case 2 and 3. There... Yeah, they, they, here's the thing about that one, too, though, is that they fall out the window and then they dangle over the street for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, what is that? Like, what is that? And then finally, yeah. they they succumb to gravity and hit the or ground. Or do they? I don't know. Because the, the I don't know. Sequels. Well, they're, they're laying in the ground. Everybody's like, they're dead. And then that's the end of the movie. Credits. Yep. And then I find out after this that there are the two sequels. And I went and looked up because I was so curious. Did you read the... And I read the synopsis and it's Dwayne and Belial. Dwayne and Belial, man. So... They hate each other now, though, right? Like, they're just sticking together. They're still head. sticking together, so I guess, I mean... It's like when you have that one friend you don't super like, but you just keep inviting him to shit. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hurt their yeah, feelings. <laughs> like, what is he going to do? Like, get a job and move across town? Right. <laughs> right. Get a job in IT? No, because it's the 80s. They didn't have that back They didn't then. have IT yet. <laughs> All right. Next one we have is brain damage. Brain damage. And this was one that I originally picked out go. because I saw it probably about six months ago. Um, I picked this one before I picked any of the others. I didn't know that it was tethered to Basket Case. It's in the know. same universe. Same director. Same director, turns out. And name. this is 88, so this mm-hmm. is like a few years later. And mm-hmm. my first note is, how did I pick another weird movie about hiding a weird creature in your apartment? Directed by the same guy. Directed, he's... Um, Frank... Hinnelotter, I guess is his name. Hinnelotter, that's right. I, I saw um, it. I whenever I started the movie because I saw Brain Damage after I saw Basket Case. This movie has almost a perfect shitty horror movie opening scene with like the bathtub and like yes. the old couple looking for tearing up their apartment. Tearing up their apartment. Look, this woman is very upset. Yeah, <laughs> screaming in ways that if I looked in an apartment, I would call the cops. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's what is nobody calling up. And they're just pulling things out. out of the cabinets, out of the closets. How this woman did flipping an furniture. I know. Well, she I saw the movie. I don't know if that was really for their consideration. Now <laughs> they probably didn't look at this. One. <laughs> they did not consider it. They were not considered. But um, so yeah, fast forward to um, this guy named Brian has this weird sickness and oh, I don't know, feeling weird, and wakes up to this. <laughs> Uh, turns out uh, there's this weird phallic parasite named Almer. It's blue. It's blue. It's this little guy you see right it's there. This, yeah, this guy right there. Oh, no, no. The How only do way, way people do this? The only way to describe it is he looks like a blue Mr. Hanky. That's exactly what I said. Mr. Hanky. I was Christmas like, he look, he's a blue Mr. Hanky. You're going to have to do a clip of Mr. Hanky if you can find it and we can get. Oh, of course I can find that clip. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> and he's a parasitic thing. That yeah. Attaches, he's like a slug. He's like a weird poopy slug that hooks onto the back of someone's neck. And injects like a little fine, like a, like a little fiber optic. A little fiber optic, it's, and it gets you high. Yeah, it goes into your brain, because they show it several times going into a brain and leaking a blue liquid. And we have to talk about Albert's voice. He was my favorite character on Sesame Street. I mean, <laughs> it's real creepy. He reminds me, his voice reminds me of, on Family Guy... You know, like the old guy, like the real creeper, the diddler. Yeah, the diddler. The yeah, diddler. Hi, that's Brian. that's really Hi, that describes it really well because he's. I think that they were trying to go for oh, it's a soothing creature because listen to how right you know friendly he sounds because he's but all it's real creepy. You guys, it's yeah. real, real not great. Yeah, it's... not great at all. This is the start of your new life, Brian. A life without worry or pain or loneliness. A life filled instead with colors and music and euphoria. It's, well, why don't you pick me up and why put me put me on the back of your put neck? Put me on the back of your neck. And I said, like most cult leaders, this parasite is offering Brian a life free of worry if he just yeah. takes him for a walk. Yeah. He That's what he's thinking. Is like, Brian's like, no way, I'm not going to do this. But he's getting him high and he's like, Okay, we'll okay. Because apparently, you know, colors and music all show up. It's Everything's like, like a kaleidoscope like of just wonderfulness. Amazing. Yeah. You know. And at first, Brian doesn't know what's happening when he goes on these walks. Like, he doesn't know what's happening. He's like, he detaches from consciousness. Well, yeah. When it's happening. Yeah. But basically, Almer is using these, he's using these hosts to murder people. Right. But he doesn't really need them. They don't do the murdering. He just bah, jumps out at them and murders them. I guess them he just himself. needs them to like hitch a ride. He needs legs. He he wants to hitch a ride to town. Yeah. There was no Uber back then. Yeah. There was no Cabs Uber. Are expensive. And, and this and this happens in New York as well because I know that they're on the subways and everything. Everything's so. in New York. And at one point you see Dwayne with his basket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the subway. Dwayne from Basket Case makes a he makes, makes an, an appearance. appearance. At some point. He does. He, yeah. And um, like and like hightails it out of the uh, subway car that they're in because he thinks he's insane. My something. favorite scene, and I'm probably going out of order, but one of my favorite scenes is where he's like dancing in the club or whatever. Uh-huh. And he takes that girl outside. Yeah. <laughs> Trigger warning for BJs. Right, um, right. He 
thinks that this girl thinks that she's gonna. Well, she's like, "What's in your pants?" Because apparently, whenever What's he's in... not attached to him, whenever he's, he's not attached to him, shimmies down his pants. <laughs> so she feels Elmer in there. She's like, "Ooh, what's this?" And so she gets on her knees to yeah, fillet him, and <laughs> Elmer just goes like right chokes her. Just chokes I her. unfortunately probably can't uh, show a clip of that on YouTube because. Probably not, but we can talk about it. But we can talk about it. We can talk about it. Almer chokes this broad. Chokes this broad, just unhinges those jaws and... Yeah, just right Right through her head. And and he eats brains, doesn't he? Like a good little zombie parasite. Like a good little parasite, yeah. He's kind of a a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Parasitic, blue poop, phallic (laughs) zombie. It's like Mr. Hanky soaked in the blue toilet water. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but also has tiny little eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, almost human looking. They eyeballs. have to. Yeah, that was another thing, and it was it's like so off putting. It's, it's so off putting. It's so off putting. <laughs> and then the old man's creepy voice. It's too much. Yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Brian realizes what's happening to him. Realizes that he's being used to murder people. And he tries to detox in a room. Yeah, yeah. It's the grossest, weird hotel room type thing. He tries to, like, detox. And yeah. Almer's, like, like, taunting him and, and, like, being a douche and, like, tries to detox. Like, why wouldn't you try to get rid of home home slug <laughs> before you detox? Because if you yeah. have your supply there. It's not like people who are trying to get off heroin just have their stash right there talking shit to them the whole time. It's like, yeah, it's not like you detox with your dealer. Flush it and move on with your life. <laughs> We've already established that he can move through the tub system. The tubs and the waters. Yeah, yeah. the sewage system. Um, Yeah, so I say this tiny Christmas poo is heckling him and telling him he can't do it. So I said, like a big pussy, <laughs> Brian gives in and is like, okay, fine. I guess we're going to murder people. Fine. <laughs> you win, Christmas Pooh. Fine. Let's do this. Fine, Almer, which is a weird, I don't know where they got that name. No, they explain it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old man, right? Like, the old couple. It was It was like his Middle name ages. Is, his name is Almer. He's like, Elmer? And he's like, no, Almer. Almer. It's an old medieval word for Christmas Pooh. Christmas Pooh. <laughs> 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 Why don't you attach me back in your neck? <laughs> um, I said, yeah. Meanwhile, they come across Morris and his wife, mm. and they're they're in this like alley trying to get Almer back because they want to get high all the time, and they are like, they are attached to this Christmas poo. Yeah, they want to serve. They this have Christmas been looking poo. everywhere. For They've them. been looking everywhere. And that's when they're explaining this whole like he's from the Middle Ages, you idiot! Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you? You should be. You should be so lucky as to have him. Yeah, in he's an artifact. And yeah, precious. I said, and in the struggle, Morris accidentally kills Elmer and gives Brian a huge dose of the juice. Yeah, he squeezes him while he's attached to him. Yeah, which he, apparently squeezes. And it squeezed all of it. Squeezes the Christmas right into his body. Yeah, the Christmas spirit. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of toilet water into a bunch his brain. Of toilet water into his brain. And he goes nuts, basically. Oh, we completely missed the part where, like, Brian's freaking brother is hooking up with his girlfriend. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was about to say that. Let's miss my favorite part. Oh, yeah. And when she dies. Yeah. (laughs) She. Okay, we got to touch on this. Okay, we got to go back. Got to go back. I completely forgot this part. That's all right. That way we won't spoil it for them too much. He knows something's going on. 
something's like he's got to figure out what am I going to do? You everyone stay away from me, you know? Like, well, well, first of all, he when the night that he gets sick, he's supposed to go to a concert with his girly, and he's so sick, and she's like, no, and he's like, just go with my brother, and go so with my brother. So they basically, go, that's on him. That's on like, that's on him, because at it was at that point he locks himself in his room all the time because now he's getting the blue juice in his brain. Yeah, he's locked in so, high all the time. Forces his brother. And, and his girlfriend and together girlfriend a lot. Together a so. lot. So they end up they end up hooking up. Yep. And then he sees it. And he's not super affected. And by he's it. not affected. He's, he's like, I'm very sad about it. That sucks. Well, let's go kill somebody. And yep. that's whenever they go to the club. That's when they go to the club. That's when he goes to the club. And so he's dancing and then he finds himself as the little club. Girl. And they're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he wasn't very upset by this at Yeah. All. He, well, I love it, too, because he, he sees them. I think that they, this is post-coitus, and they were Yeah, sleeping. they're laying in bed or whatever. They're laying in bed asleep. Like, yeah. I don't think at that point it's like, we better get up so he doesn't catch us, but whatever, you know. Because aren't they, like, on a pull-out couch or something like that? Something they're, oh, like they're that. They're in the open. They're in the open. And then so he says, uh, He's he's like, what are you doing or something? And they were like, it's not what it looks like. And I was like, girl, it's, it's exactly, exactly what it looks like. like. So yeah, that's when he leaves to go to the club. So we're just <laughs> hanging out. We're just hanging out, naked yeah. under this blanket. Yeah. And yeah. So I mean, she's trying to talk to him, and she's trying to like, at all through the movie, she's trying to be like, Brian, what's wrong? Brian, just talk to just me. Just talk to me. You can tell me anything. Yeah. Even if it's, it's this giant Christmas poo is attached to the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> or apparently hanging out in your pants. Right. Just hanging out. And so, yeah, then, like, they're on the subway, right, when he kills the girlfriend. Yeah, he tries to get away from her because he's like, I don't want to hurt you or I don't want him to hurt you. Yeah. And she's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking and about? And so she follows him on to the subway and that's where we see Basket Case again. Yep, and then he there, kills yeah. her on the subway. And then just leaves her body there. And it's like, yeah, see ya. Somebody will find her. Just And she's just and there, and like, Murp. Yeah, and it looks like because Almer is, like, doing the whole mouth transfer again. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're making out. And everybody's like real out. uncomfortable watching them. And then, yeah. But really, leaves her dead body there on the train. Just leaves her body right there. on. Which just proves you can pretty much do anything in the open in New York and no one's going to say anything. Nobody's going to say Everyone anything. minds their business. It's not like here. They're like, mm, yeah, well, murder, you know, again, this was pre-Giuliani. So. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. I should get killed over there. Not my problem. So, yeah. So he gets squeezed with that extra... Squeezed with the extra juice and juice. it drives him crazy. And he ends up like shooting himself, right? Like no, he gets so much juice in there because oh, his head explodes. The elect yeah. yeah, his head explodes. He gets just that, like that, and the brain damage head explodes. They spoiled this movie for all of you guys, right here, right here in the, in the poster, in, in the poster, right there. But in then the, the cops come and they're like, "Well, guess he completed suicide." Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be the only the end. The end. Yeah, that's where it just was like, so abrupt. Wouldn't you look for, like, gunpowder and... residue on his hands, a gun of some kind? Like, like, guess he just got real upset and his head exploded. I don't even think that we see that the cops investigated it all. They just walk in and... His yeah, head, they walk in. Because there's they... light shooting out of his head. Yep. And, like, and then they're like, Meh. the Meh. end. The end. Yeah, I remember it ending. It's the weirdest like... ending. It's just, like, there is no ending to it. And did... And... It's like the guy was writing the writing the movie... And just ran out of steam. Ran out. He was like, "I want to be done." And <laughs> his head explode. And head explode. Credits. <laughs> the end. The end. So that was uh, yeah. And finally, the chef's kiss. 
you still resist on yeah is yeah troll two troll two this one is probably the most well known this is the most well known they they do they do like midnight showings of this at like local it's art well houses known and theaters. you guys for those of you who don't know it's 1990 uh-huh. when this movie came out um it's well known for having absolutely nothing to do with troll troll it's called troll because <laughs> it was this movie was produced under the title goblins mm-hmm. goblin goblin but american distributors in its infinite wisdom, marketed it as a sequel to the 1986 work of Troll, mm-hmm. even though they have no connection and there are no trolls in the movie. There are no trolls. They don't even refer to the creatures as trolls. They're nope. goblins. They're goblins. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. This, this movie is actually one of my most guilty pleasures. The one out of the three that we're talking about tonight is that I know the most about. Because This I've... one is just, yeah, because there's documentaries made about yeah. it. Yeah. There's... Okay. The, the director was uh, an Italian dude who didn't have a huge grasp on the crew was the, Italian and the cast was English, so or, there was or American, yeah. so and even whenever they were writing and translating, because they when they originally wrote it in Italian and then translated it over to uh, to English, there's like lines that are lost in the translation a little bit, or or it's, those sentence structure is a little. They couldn't off, have gotten so anyone to translate anything. They couldn't have hired right. a translator to like help out with the process. Man, in these low budget movies. So the plot of this one, I'm just gonna do like a whole plot over. Yeah, and then we'll go through with bullet points. The plot is basically this family is pursued by <laughs> vegetarian goblins who seek to transform them into plants so they can eat them. Mm-hmm. That about sums it up. That's about it probably the only horror movie about vegetarian goblins trying to right here's one thing about it too is that they these particular goblins turn you into vegetables so they can eat so they can eat you because they're vegetarian right so wouldn't it just be easier just eat vegetables eat vegetables like you can grow that vegetables to taste a little like human I don't get it's it. It's like people who really want to be vegan, but also eat the burgers that are like Beyond Burgers. They're vegan, like but they still eat chicken sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> I'm basically a vegetarian, but I love to eat chicken. But, you know. Then you're not a medium rare steak is what I love. Now, um, yeah, I that's one thing I didn't get because they were like, okay, they they don't eat meat, so they turn it. And I don't understand. It's like vegans I never... who go off, the, go off the rails, but eat a lot of cheese. We actually have a friend who's a vegan who does that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Her yeah. name is Jessica. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> she doesn't go off the rails and eat meat, but she's like, had a lot of cheese today. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It happens. It happens. So, this movie is for her. Um, So, family man Michael wants to go on vacation with his family to Nilbog, which I don't know if you know, is Goblin, spelled backwards. Yeah. Well, I mean... The, and not... Lilot, which is troll. So yeah, Lilot. <laughs> Lilart. Would have made more sense because it's called Troll 2 and not Goblin. Lort. Lilot. Lort. But then it's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Um, so the night before they're going to go out of town, I say the most annoying, punchable child in the world named Joshua uh has he's been contacted by the ghost of his grandpa Seth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's Seth, the only one that can communicate with him. He's right? the only one who can communicate with him. Um basically Seth ruins the entire plot of the movie by saying like, "Hey, you're you're going to go to town, there's going to be these goblins. They're going to want you to eat stuff, don't eat it." Yeah. And Josh is like, "Hey, dad, 
I've been contacted by a ghost. Yeah. I'm talking to grandpa. I'm talking to grandpa and he has very specific instructions. Yeah. Yeah, and they're always catching him like, who are you talking to? I'm talking to Grandpa Seth. Your imagination. I would honestly and his mom to a psychiatrist. Right. His mom is kind of spacey anyway. Like, yeah. I'm his daughter, and you know I miss him too. And his dad's just all like, <laughs> champ. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, your kid is seeing ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Before Sixth Sense. Before yeah. Yeah. Willis in. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's something going on here. There's something going on. No, anyway, peace, y'all. Yeah, so he, so he, now what I want to know is how did he get hooked up with this other house? Because they apparently are switching houses. They're switching houses. They're like moving. Yeah, like for for a week they're gonna stay in this farmhouse. And why would you want to go to Nilbog? I wouldn't want to go to a place called Nilbog. It doesn't sound like a good town. No, and what's the? I mean, what is there to do once you're there? Tripadvisor. I want to know like what's there. Yeah. Do they have a Dairy Queen? Yeah. No. And so everybody welcomes them to town, even though they're like renting out this place like a B and B. Yeah. You know, yeah. like an Airbnb, and they're like, oh, here, eat this food. Meanwhile, um, Big Sister, I said homophobic Big Sister Holly is a huge waste of space doing aerobic workouts in her room. And her boyfriend Elliot crawls through the window and is like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Like, and she's like, You never spend time with me. And because yeah. He climbs through the window and you think it's going to be like this whole like, oh, he's climbing through the window. They're going to like hook up or whatever. And then his friends are also in the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His friends why would you them. bring your friends to also like what? Watch you hook up with your girlfriend? I don't even know. I don't know. Like, why are y'all all on the same fucking ladder? Like, what but is she, this? she's not putting out. She's not like that. She's not like that. Yeah. She's very clearly exercising. She You're was ruining exercising. Her Jane Fonda routine. Her, yeah. But then she accuses him of being a homosexual because he wants to spend time with his friends. <laughs> That dates the you movie know. a little bit. Well, this yeah. is definitely the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. Uh, that's pretty insensitive, but go ahead. Insensitive, not cool. <laughs> what if he is a little gay? Aren't we all? Rude. Um, I think we all are. Okay. So, yeah. And he says that he's going to make it up to her because I'm going to follow you guys. Yeah. Going. I'm just going to pack up my buddies. We're going to come. Well, with. she invites them. She invites them. And then makes her family. And my dad around. would not have had that no, at all. No. No, your shitty boyfriend and his loser friends are not coming with us. Yeah. <laughs> Over my yeah. dead body. Who's going to feed them? Where are they going to stay? Yeah. But, yeah. So. So, they en- she ends up leaving mad. She ends up leaving mad because he never uh, showed up. He never showed up. But then they follow in the RV. They follow. They have an RV. So who gives like a sixteen-year-old kid an RV? An RV. And money, I'm assuming. Like, I guess money. I guess those things are gas guzzlers. I know, right? How far is Nilbog? I don't know. They never say. (laughs) I said super lame. He doesn't show, proving once again he can't trust a man, and they leave without him. (laughs) Right, right. No follow through on this kid. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, somewhere, Holly and the boyfriend and the friends, they pull over in, like, the woods off the side of the road. Like, why would you not go to where the house is and stay yeah. on the property? Yeah. Because at no point are they anywhere near. Well, does it, does it break down? Or it do breaks they just, down and they just, they just like, well, over. I guess we're here. Yeah. And then they pass him. Yeah. They pass them while they're there and she's, like, flipping them off and everything. And the boyfriends, the friends get lost in the woods and they meet the goblin princess or druidess or whatever. Well, no, that's the flashback. The, that's, in the, in the very first of it when they meet the druid princess. 
Okay, okay. And then this one, he makes it all the way into town. Remember, he's like, we need some food here, so I'm going to go yeah. and walk to town. And so all the food, suspiciously, is bright green. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, here's this burger, and it's bright green? Yeah. No. And I don't and want that. He's, like, talking to the shopkeep or whatever, and the shopkeep's all like, what do you want? He's like, do you have any eggs? And he's like, eggs. Eggs. We, we don't have eggs. And then he's like, how about some milk? He's all, milk. Bleh. <laughs> like what or, is there a walmart i can walk to is there like a or no they they, they piggly yeah, wiggly something, or something like that yeah anyway so they end up they had jugs of milk there I, I, maybe that's not what he said but he had jugs of milk and but it's all like, green everything's green and he's drinking the milk on the way back and they're like yes drink the milk <laughs> and then and then immediately I'd be like, <laughs> it's, it's he the one that the cop picks up and gives him a green sandwich? Yes, it's a green sandwich. Yeah, he eats the green sandwich. Eat this green sandwich, friend. Yeah. First of all, why do you have an extra sandwich? Why are you giving it to me? Why is it green? Nope. Yeah. I wouldn't. Two seconds in this town, and I would be gone. Out. Yeah. Why is everyone so friendly? Y'all are weird. No, thank you. Yeah. And, and apparently the uh, the the shopkeeper was like some homeless dude that they just picked up or something. I can't remember. There's there's a documentary called Best Worst Movie that just goes into like which the was of... made by annoying child Joshua. Yeah, is made by the kid in the movie, but God, now he's I could adult. not get over you guys. Every time I watch this movie, I just want to punch this child in the face. I know. And I know it's not right. You shouldn't punch a kid, but I hate his, his acting. His... I hate his stupid face. I hate his giant nostrils. <laughs> I hate his red hair now. I hate his freckles. He's and talking I hate... like this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole time. Like. Take a Xanax and relax, kid. Yeah. One of the friends goes to, to the to find to to go get help or something. Because the girl, he's with the girl, and she gets like, and yeah, they find they find the witch. That's well, yeah, like, she's a druidess. She's like the queen of the goblins or something. Yeah. And because the girl gets like attacked by the, and he's like running to get help. That's and right. He goes to get help and he sees the girl running. And makes him drink something or whatever and he turns into a tree. Yeah, she's like, drink this. Drink and then this. And he starts turning into a tree. Yeah. She turns into his girlfriend. Now, this is where that famous scene comes from. The, oh, right. my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, yeah. she turns into the cream, green, cream corn or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then goo. he's like, oh, my God, they're eating her. Oh, my God, I'm a tree. Yeah. They're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh my god! Yeah. Mind classes came in handy. Yeah. He took mind classes for us. <laughs> but he turns into a tree and you can like just see an eyeball. Like, yeah. 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 And then that's the end of him, I guess. That's the end of him. You really don't see their the any of the friends' fate at the end. They just turn into And at some and point, whatever. like they like the 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 they have that like town meeting or whatever where like the kid sees like all these they're talking about like yeah yeah there's a town meeting and like my brother and i every time we watch this we're the like the leader guy the dark-haired dude with like the beard or whatever we call him pro wrestler jesus he looks like yes he looks like a pro wrestler <laughs> or like he was in like the the country band alabama or yeah something. yeah like, he looks he's one of the oak ridge boys yeah like he looks real he definitely looks of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very. Like, dark bowl cut, beard. Beard. Looks very, um, yeah. But I guess he's the pastor. He's the reverend. This, this the town. goblin reverend or whatever. And so the, yeah. 
they're all getting excited because they're assuming that the family's back eating their green food. But they're about to have these. And don't forget how the kid stops them from eating the food. Remember? He pees all over everything. Doesn't he pees he? all over he everything. Just pisses on everything. And then there's a great scene where the dad picks him up and carries him upstairs and throws him in bed. He's real mad. And he's all, what are you going to do to me, daddy? Because it looks like he's about to take his belt off. Yeah. He's like, I'm tightening my belt. Because <laughs> to ward off the hunger pangs. I'm so mad, I gotta tighten my <laughs> pants. And he says, then he says, these people are hospitable. 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 <laughs> and you don't piss on hospitality. You don't piss on hospitality. If there's one lesson you learn. That's why they have to go to town, and that's why they that's see, what, the, yeah. see, see we're the town folk. Order. We're getting it all out of order. Whatever. Well, um, and it then, doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. And grandpa's, the, yeah, yeah, they show up at the house and they're like, we're going to eat you now. And pro wrestler Jesus shows up. <laughs> and hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat you. <laughs> so, yeah, he shows up. But then that's the last time Grandpa Seth shows up, remember? Yeah. Because Grandpa Seth is right, like. He comes back. He comes back all of a sudden and then strikes him with lightning. Yep. Because I guess he's Zeus now. Yep. Strikes him with lightning and it catches that. pro wrestler Jesus on fire. And at one point, um, Grandpa Seth is like giving advice on everything, and then like they, the priestess or whatever, like sends him to hell and like banishes the banishes ghost. him, banishes the ghost. No more ghost for you. No more ghost. But then they're like, we're a family and we can bond together. But before that, he's like giving him like the secret to like the goblins. Like, here's the secret weapon. Yeah. Turns yeah. out the secret weapon bologna sandwich that's right because they don't eat meat <laughs> they don't eat meat which just doesn't make any sense because this is not the first time any of these people have eaten meat well no no and then they get zapped after they defeat pro wrestler jesus they they get zapped to the the witches druids whatever her lair yeah and then they're all like here's bologna <laughs> Never in my life have I seen anyone uh, and then they have win to touch... a fight because of a bologna sandwich. Uh, I don't know. I bet you there's been some prison fights on bologna Maybe. day that might have resulted. <laughs> but they all have to touch the rock, remember? And then yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then we join together. And we then... join together. Us and the bologna. Us and the bologna. Against the goblins. And Stonehenge here. Never thought I'd say that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> On Stonehenge. On Stonehenge. Yeah, it's Stone, they call it something else. It's not Stonehenge, but, but it's it, that's what it looks like. Just a big rock. It's just a big rock. But yeah, and then they defeat, defeat everybody. They defeat them. And I my favorite one is when the goblins eye explode. Yeah, like, like there's like a there's like just a black cat just, in its eyeball and it's all snap. Yep. Yeah. Just a little poof. A little little poof and he's dead. They couldn't afford anything else. They're like, we spent all of our money yeah. on all the orange or all the green sandwiches. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they just basically just spent all thing. their money on green food coloring. <laughs> yeah, so they couldn't afford the entire else. budget. These goblins, though, I don't know. They look. We haven't gotten into what they look like. Yeah, they are rubber puppets. Rubber puppets. Like Jim Henson didn't have his hand in this at all. I don't know. They have weird faces. <clears throat> they all have weird faces, and then whenever they're the... like cheap masks from the eighties. Yeah, like you could buy it at like any party city in the eighties. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And you think that's it, mm -hmm. but it's not. Mm -mm. No. They go Fast home. Or do they go home? Mm -hmm. And and knowing that they just traded with a family from this town, yeah. they don't they end up eating something out of their 
kitchen mm -hmm. or mom does mom does mom goes and eats some food that they have left behind out of the fridge guess yeah. what guess what she's turned into a plant goo she's plant goo and um the little boy what was his name josh joshua he finds his mom's goo puddle mm -hmm. and there's still a boob floating in it <laughs> <laughs> which is real inappropriate which is real inappropriate and probably traumatizing for this character yeah i mean he's gonna live with that image the rest of his life the only thing he saw of his mother was her one boob one that's the only thing you could identify her by that's her, her, her nipple sucked on that when i was a baby i recognize I that i recognize that anywhere <laughs> And that's where it's like the coroner is like, we need you to identify the body. <laughs> that's her officer. Brings down to like a jiggly boob. That's, that's her officer. That's her. <laughs> One thing I'm bad too is that like the kid's name is Joshua. It very much reminded me of like those episodes of Friends where uh -huh. like Rachel is like hitting on her like whatever. Yeah. Dude, Joshua. And then they're like, oh, Josh. And she's like, no, it's Joshua. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, okay, Joshua. Yeah. You're Josh. If your name is Matthew or Joshua or anything like that, you know you're going to be Matt. Yeah. You know you're going to be Josh. You're going to be Josh. It's just just name him Josh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess that's where the movie ends is that he the just finds a puddle. Now, if you ever see the documentary, I, I, I Definitely watch the documentary, if guys. You haven't, if you watch Troll 2 yeah. and then go watch, uh, I think it's called Best Worst Movie. Yeah. And you learn a lot about you it. Like a lot. the the actors aren't uh, they they weren't never really classically trained. Obviously, like the, the Wait, dad. What I know, right? You you'd be surprised. Uh, the dad's like a dentist. I think I saw the dad in something else though. Did I not? Or was he? I don't know if he's been not. in anything else, but he has like a dental. He has a dental practice. Wherever they. Could you imagine but... you're in your cabin you filled and you're like, I can control too. He says it happens all the time. That's yeah, this, hilarious. This, this documentary is great. And he I would know... have this poster in my office if I were him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder if he does. I don't remember him having it. In that would be so rad. But yeah, and and they have a reunion in the documentary of all the actors that were in it, like twenty years later, thirty years later, or right. whatever. And the the one that played the mom is like she's like a hermit now. She never leaves. She's got anxiety and doesn't leave her apartment. And you well, know, yeah, the last time she was on screen, it was just her one boob. Right, right. <laughs> just her one boob floating in some green goo. They have like green goo. I imagine like on the table, and they're like, "What you just want to like put just flop the one titty just out, flop it out." through the table just like the one boob yeah i'm not really comfortable with nudity and yeah like, we just need the one boob we just need the one they won't even see your face like i was told there would be no nudity in this movie <laughs> my agent said yeah and then yeah i think that they i think that they end up catching up with like a lot of the little bit characters and like the boyfriend and the and the friends and oh my god it's really interesting. I think that I enjoy the documentary just as much as I enjoy the bad movie because seeing all these people right. It's like you watch the bad movie once, but you watch the documentary. Like I can watch the documentary times. several times, especially. Yeah. But I, you know, I've seen Troll Two several times at this point. I actually did a podcast several years ago the on a friend's podcast about Troll Two. And the first time I saw Troll Two, I remember I was at like a slumber party. I don't know how old I was, like 10, 12. And she and I were kind of like that where we would rent like scary movies every time. That's I saw Dr. Giggles. I saw yeah. like Warlock and like yeah. stupid, you know. And I remember watching this and being like, what is this? Uh -huh. What am I watching? <laughs> and I was 12 and I'm like, what is this stupid yeah. movie? Yeah. Like, 
I wanted to be scared, and this is the no way. This is not scary. No way. It's scary. just it's just like hollow. And it was puppet. not supposed to be. It was supposed to be a comedy horror movie. I think they didn't want it to be. I think that the director uh, says stuff in the in the documentary, like he's all offended in the documentary because people laugh at this movie so much. They and he he's always like, oh, they wouldn't know a good movie if they. You know, if they saw it, it's Italian. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, and he <laughs> Not was pretentious. And he said, and I think he said something in the documentary too about like it. It was supposed to be like a family movie about family, and then it was the studio that kind of put it into the horror ca category. And... Is it though? It's not bloody or anything. I mean, there's no blood. Everything no, is green. Even blood. when they start bleeding, they bleed green. Yeah. So. I highly, I highly recommend seeing the documentary it's, as a companion yeah. piece to Troll 2. Because, Definitely. There's a few of them. And you like, don't have to see Troll 1. You really don't even need to see it. You, you don't have to see it. This it's a completely standalone movie. I feel so. like I'm doing a lot of gesturing towards the poster because we have it. Yeah, because it's there. But um, Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Definitely. Actually, I it, as much as I have complained and, and harped on these movies... I loved all three of them. I giggled through all of them. I laughed so hard through all of them. And and I watched uh, Basket Case by myself. And I was like, nope, nope. Everybody's going to watch. watch uh, yeah. When I was refreshing myself on these movies the yeah. other day. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll come back here with another cut, another few for everybody to listen to us. Yeah, this is about. my pick. And then next time will be Courtney's next, pick. Yeah, next um, time I'll, I'll have my three movies. And... Uh, the, but yeah, there's some good ones too. So stay tuned. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't. I I haven't even started on your list yet, so I'll have to I'll have to watch them. I'm excited. That's yeah, I'm gonna week. have to refresh a little bit on them because. But but yeah, they're they're pretty bad too. And I remember, like I, I said earlier, I remember all of these movies being at my mom pa rental. Yeah, place definitely. So yeah, you could you could pick these up at the at the. At back the, when you had to rent movies. Back when you go rent movies. I used to rent them with my the... report card because I'd get my A's get and then you get a free movie. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yep. So I would blow it on these stinkers. Yep. So, yep. so um, yeah. So everybody, thanks again for listening to us. Yeah. Um, and watching us on YouTube. Tell your friends. Uh, tell your friends about us. I was telling Courtney, like, one of our friends, shout out to Candy, because she messaged me letting me know that, like, she really liked our podcast. Yeah. Hey that Candy. One. Hey Candy. Hey girl. Thanks. Um, yeah, we'll shout you out. If you yeah, tell we'll us that you out. if you like us, you want us to give you a shout out, like just let us know because that it means a lot. Like it means anyone, a lot that anybody's listening to us. That right we're not now. just sitting in a room by ourselves talking to <laughs> talking to a camera or a microphone <laughs> into the mic. But um, um, yeah, tell and and, and uh, as always, um, you can email us at b.list.forever with the number four at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. You can give us any ideas of anything that you want. Recommendations. Us, yeah. Uh, uh, movies that you want us to watch that we may not have because we love B movies. And it doesn't have to be horror. No, no, because, no, no, no. Because I, I'm totally into like B fantasy too. So B fantasy. And one time, remember that? What was it? It was. <laughs> A show it was like Showgirls Two or what was it? The oh, oh, I think it was. We <laughs> picked up Showgirls Two. Too? Like, yeah. So just any yeah, any B movie, any, any crappy B movie, we are down to watch it yeah, for you guys. For that too, and it, of course we love anything B list. So if you yes. guys want us to cover any actors, musicians, just give us ideas. We'll anything. take them. Well, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so um, also you can listen to us. Uh, obviously, you can watch us on YouTube or you can listen to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. We're still working on that Apple 
<laughs> they, they still um, haven't verified us so we're working on it but mm -hmm. we'll get there and um of course you know if if they do get us on there and then you're listening to us talk about how we're not on there yet disregard everything we're on there we're we're on now. <laughs> moving on the world so all right everybody right. thanks you guys we'll Thank talk to you, you next time we'll Bye. see you next time stay safe stay safe let me call you sweetheart, I